Hey everyone, welcome to the 2 Live Podcast. I'm your host, Victor. You already know who I am. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, so, I, I honestly, I don't even know where to begin. Like, this isn't even... This is an, an episode that, that I enjoy making, um, to be completely honest with you. It's it's disgusting. Uh, I, I feel... I feel horrible. This like I'm not even related to these people. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not close friends with them. I didn't even know that they existed, uh, other than a few people that are on this list. But it's it's just insane, man. Like I I I feel for these families. I feel for everybody that's involved. Their friends, uh, family. Obviously, like I said, everybody that was close with them. It's just a terrible situation, man. I can only imagine like waking up to to the news that this happened to somebody you care about. It's it's crazy, man. But uh, you know, it it goes without saying that obviously, um, you know, uh, Lissandro uh, Guzman Jr. He he's receiving most of the attention um, from from all these people. I think that's safe to say. Not that that's a a bad thing, but um, you know it is what it is. He 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 is receiving the the most attention, um, and before we we get into his case, which we we all know about, we've all been following since it happened. Um, I just want to shine some light on on people that weren't as fortunate to have so much, um, you know, attention shined on their cases, and these are people that deserve justice as well. Um, and again, you know, I I don't believe in like picking and choosing like what which which case is more important than the other or whatever the case may be. This is um I don't want to say that there's no order of importance here. Uh I'm not picking and choosing which um you know, which which murders to 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 highlight, which 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 circumstance to highlight. And, you know, that's not my agenda here. Um really my agenda is to just raise awareness to to uh you know junior's case and um you know to other cases that that are like that i i i you know that's really my only agenda here i don't want to i don't want to say that i'm picking and choosing which which murder is most important and that's that's really that's really not even that shouldn't even matter honestly and i'm also going to get into um us as people as well because i feel like we're making a a lot of errors in the, in the handling of the situation um, a lot of things that, that we shouldn't be saying, a lot of things that should be analyzed, you know, but, but we're going to get into all that now. Um, first things first, uh, you know, I want to speak on a young man named, uh, Lewis Hawkins. Um, so he was gunned down, uh, at, at West Farm Square at about, um, a hundred, uh, well, not a hundred, uh, around like what, one twenty four a.m. Um, so he was getting off the train, uh, you know, with his friends, not really, uh, you know, not really doing, he wasn't hurting anybody. He was just, uh, a, a night out just the way that, that, that we do. So how many times have, have you gone out, you know, with your friends and, and taken the train and gone home safely and didn't think anything of it? You know, that's a blessing in and of itself. But here this young man was, uh, came out the train, got gunned down. Uh, you know, died St. Barnabas Hospital, and um, nothing has been done. Basically, no, uh, no arrests, uh, nobody in custody. I don't even think that there's a suspect. But 
this is this is a young man that wasn't as fortunate to get the the amount of attention and you know something needs to be done about that justice justice uh justice for everybody honestly man um it's unfortunate i i I feel for this young man's family i feel for his friends that they went they went all this time and still nothing has, has been done um i didn't i didn't know lewis personally however um from what's been brought to my attention is that he used to hang around a lot um, at my former high school, uh, which is Bronx Leadership Academy, and he was close with quite a few people that go there. Um, so yeah, man, ju- justice for Lewis. Uh, please, if you know anything about his situation, please speak up. Uh, we all know who who needs to be contacted for any tips or anything like that. And like I said, if you know anything about Lewis's situation, um, you know, please do the right thing and come forward. And you know, um, somebody else that that we need to that we uh, you know that has to be mentioned in here is a gentleman by the name of uh, Willie Laura. Now, um, I actually went to high school with Willie. Uh, I was a grade below him. Um, I I can honestly say that I really never had any negativity uh, towards Willie. Never had any negative feelings. Um, he was a really good acquaintance of mine. I wouldn't say that we were the best of friends. We just didn't have that type of relationship. But anytime I saw Willie, it was always good vibes. Uh, you know. Again, man, never had any any negative thing to say about Willie. Definitely a a good kid in my eyes. Um, but unfortunately, Willie is the victim of a uh, of gun violence uh, in the Bronx, which has honestly, which has always been a problem in 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 New York City. But um, so as the story goes, uh, Brian Solano uh, was a suspect that that was arrested and jailed for about three years um, over the murder. So uh, allegedly, he fired a pistol into the lobby of uh, 1566 uh, McCombs Road, uh, a building located in the Mount Eden section of the Bronx. Um, so uh, Willie was shot once in the chest and he died uh, being rushed to Bronx, Lebanon. Um, just recently in, in November 2017, Brian was released from jail with no official explanation. Um, evidence uncovered by Manuel Gomez, who is a private investigator hired by Solano's family, shows uh, that the key witness uh, indicates that Solano has no connection to Laura or to the murder. Um, the investigators pressured her to point to Solano as the killer. Um, that in and of itself is, is really fucked up, but let's be honest, that's not the first time we've heard of the police, uh, pressuring, um, pressuring either a confession out of somebody or pressuring uh, a key witness to, uh, point to someone as the killer because they have no other concrete evidence to go off of number one. And they want to give justice to the family. Number two, um, while all those reasons seem like they seem good, but it's wrong at the same time. Um, and again, you know, I don't know how true this is, but this is the, uh, the story. Um, so yeah, so like I said, investigators pressure her to point uh, to Solano as the killer, um, and apparently the private investigator also uncovered that another gentleman by the name of uh, Justice Cologne, um, he had been detained in another case. Uh, in a video, he admits that at the time of the murder, Cologne was in sole possession of the gun that police that police ballistics test shows fired the shots that killed Willie. Now that's a big that's a big piece of evidence that you know, that, that shows that Solano is, is innocent. Um, now if he is, whatever the case may be, um, uh, I, I really don't know. I'm not involved in the case. I'm not, I'm not a private investigator. I'm not a detective. I'm not, um, a forensic lab 
person, whatever the fuck. But uh, this is just an unfortunate situation because regardless of like all the smoke and mirrors, um, fucking this guy being arrested, released, this guy admitting to holding the gun, whatever the fuck. At the end of the day, there is still no justice for Willie Laura. Um, somebody fired shots into the fucking building. Somebody shot him. Somebody killed him. And that somebody needs to be brought to justice. Like, I, I couldn't imagine. And and he, you know, we all have family. We all have friends. And the, and these people that have been, you know, that were very close with him have to live through this hell every single day, years down the line, because this happened, this happened years ago. Um, for him to, you know, for them to just wake up every single day and live with this and know that, that this person hasn't been caught. Um, I, I couldn't imagine having to live with that pain on a day to day basis. Um, so definitely, man, just, uh, if you know any, any information, you know, on, on Woody Laura's death, um, please, please come forward, uh, tell the police, do the right thing. Um, at the end of the day, karma is, is very real and we're all going to be judged one day and you know you you know eventually once you die you're going to be asked by you know you're going to be asked, even if you're not religious man you're going to be asked uh you know why you did certain things uh, there there's always going to be a higher power I, I believe and that higher power is going to ask you you know why you did certain things why why you reacted certain ways um and you know but the answer that you give could potentially not be suffice so you know, again, just do the right thing. If you know anything, please come forward and, and uh, you know, uh, give justice to Willie and give justice to his family and friends because they, they deserve it. Um, he, he didn't deserve to go out that way. So please come forward. And, and as I'm sure you know, guys, these are just these are just certain cases like I, I'm, I'm sure there are hundreds and fucking hundreds of people that have been you know, killed over some, either some fucking bullshit, mistaken identity, whatever the case may be. And, you know, they still don't have justice. And these are people that we didn't, that we don't even hear about. Like, um, you know, another gentleman that, that, um, is going to be mentioned here, um, is Troy Zapata. Um, now in December of 2008, a gunman unleashed bullets outside of the Adams house houses projects in uh in the Melrose section of the Bronx at about uh 12:50 a.m. Now, uh Troy was shot in the chest and hit again in the back as he tried to run away. Um he died at Lincoln Hospital, which is a hospital that I go to all the time. Um uh my family goes to Lincoln Hospital. We basically been going to Lincoln Hospital for as long as I can remember. Um that's literally that's our spot whenever we we need, you know, whenever we we need anything health related, that's where we go. That's it's, it's kind of crazy to 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 know that he died there, and to this day the killer has not been found, and it's a it's a, a decade later it's two it's twenty eighteen, like this shit happened, uh basically my freshman year of high school it's kind of crazy to to look back and and say that I was a freshman in high school ten years ago, um I still remember fucking pulling up to uh to what we called it the bridge program, um. Uh, that was like the summer going into high school where like it wasn't summer school, but like you you got credits for the work that you did there. It was basically a way for you to um, come into the first day of school, have some credits under your belt and also have some friends. Um, I think that's basically, you know, really what they wanted to accomplish with that program. But yeah, man, that should happen in 2008. I was I was a fucking kid. 
Um, and this type of show is going on. Troy, uh, Troy was very, was very cool with, um, with people that went to BLA as well. I'm not sure if he, if he wasn't BLA or just new people that was in Bronx Leadership Academy, whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, he, he definitely had people that cared about him like in that school. And I'm sure his family and close friends are still out there on the hunt wanting to know what happened to him on that night. Well, they know what happened to him, but they want to find out who did it. And they still don't know. Uh, again, a decade later. Um, if you're listening to this, please, if you have any any information on Troy's, you know, on Troy's killing, um, please come forward and please uh, let, give this family some peace. Um, they definitely deserve it. Again, I couldn't imagine going, I couldn't imagine going like a month not knowing who killed, you know, somebody that I cared about, let alone 10 years. So, Again, guys, you know anything, please come forward. Please give give this family some peace. Um, and recently in the, in the news, we all heard about uh, the young lady named uh, Luz Gonzalez. Um, so she was killed by a car backing out of a laundromat. Um, Luz was riding her, her pink scooter when it happened. And she, she lost her shoe, uh, ran back to get it. Um, this happened just as an SUV was backing out of its space. Um, and drove and drove her over, basically, like drove over her. Now, um, the police say the driver was oblivious to what she had done, and uh, she was seen continuing down the sidewalk to leave. So apparently, this this laundromat it has has a very dangerous um and and this happened in Brooklyn, by the way. Um, if you didn't know, I'm sure you do because it's it's basically been all over, uh, the news and social and social media, just like uh you know Junior has been, um. And yeah, man, uh, the laundromat apparently it has a very dangerous um, path for for cars to to enter and to exit. Um, so there's no like um, there's no gap in in, in the street, uh, like driveway gap uh, for cars to come out safely. You know, it's, uh, look at both sides, whatever the case may be. Cars just have to fucking come in and out a lo local, basically. And that's what caused this young lady her life. Um, now. I don't I don't know. I don't want to seem heartless here or or whatever the case may be, but I have a couple problems with, you know, with this case now. I don't know if the young lady uh was a little girl, you know, just just bolted away from her mother or whatever the case may be or fucking um I I don't know how quick she she ran away, like how instantly this happened, but let's like let's let's be honest now. Yeah. So and again, I feel terrible over what happened. I I wish this would have never have happened, but let's be again, like let's be completely honest. I I know this isn't the first time that that woman has either like walked through that laundry mat, has used it, whatever the case may be, but dude, you sh- you should know as a parent whenever you're in an area that you know can potentially do some harm to your kids like you hold their hands when they cross the street. You look both ways, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, if I'm in an area like that where I know a car could, like, hit anybody because they really can't see, I'm not going to let my kids roam around like that. I'm holding their hands until we leave. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, And I don't and I don't want to blame her, uh, like, for what happened because, again, that, that, uh, you know, that would be wrong of us to do. She, she, she needs us to be there for her. But it's like, sweetheart again man like you need to be holding your your children's hands at at all times you know like 
it's just wrong. It shouldn't have come to this. It truly shouldn't have. But, you know, as parents, there, there's things that you need to make sure that you do at all times, especially when, when your daughter's four years old. She doesn't know any better. She just sees that she lost her shoe. She's going to book it. You know what I'm saying? How many times do kids run out in the middle of the streets to chase a ball? And as drivers, we know this. Drivers know, especially when it's summertime, we need to be careful you know, going up and down these streets because we know what kids, what kids will do to chase, you know, balls and shit that they're playing with. You know, so we just have to be careful. And then the woman that was driving, dude, I think she absolutely has to be held accountable for what she did. Absolutely. And it's not an excuse to the kind of parking lot that she was coming out of. That's that's no excuse at all. As as a driver, you know, you cannot hit the gas until you are absolutely sure that it is safe to do so. And she wasn't absolutely sure. At at the end of the day, she just wasn't, and the fact that she was a that she was a woman, like it kind of pissed me off, and it's kind of fucked up to say, but it's a fact. Per year, women are more responsible for accidents than men, and apparently, you guys pay less insurance than than we do. But hey, I don't make the rules. But, and I'm not saying all women are terrible drivers. I know some really good drivers that are women. I, I, I'm not saying that at all. But historically speaking, women do not make the best decisions behind the wheel. And it's like, and and it's not like, I don't want to say they're clumsy or whatever the case may be, but they're just not that attentive. They don't have that aggressiveness that men have. And, and with that aggressiveness, like we're very, like we're very to the, I don't know. I don't even know what the the word it it is for. Like, but, but behind the wheel, like we're there, we're very attentive. Like, we're aware of our surroundings, and just women don't really, like, the majority of women behind the wheel, they don't have that. And unfortunately, that's what that's what happened, dude. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, if it was me, I don't think I would have hit that young lady. Um, I think I would have gotten out of that parking lot safely without doing that. And I've driven SUVs. I don't know how you can hit something and, and not feel it to some degree. Like, even if it doesn't do anything, you'll know if you're not just driving over the fucking road. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a fucked up situation. And apparently, you know, uh, uh, Luz's mom, she's uh, she's supposedly scared to really fight for her daughter because of her uh, because of her immigration status. And that's that's another thing that's fucking disgusting. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the Trump effect. This is this is how scared you know our people are in today's society over fucking over racism and bigotry like you're telling me because out of fear of being deported out out of this country you can't fight for your daughter like and that's not even her fault because yo that's a legitimate fear we all heard about that guy that was fucking deported for delivering some pizzas some pizzas recently and i'm just like yo are you fucking kidding me like that shit needs to stop, man. People, people that come to this country, like they're not just, they're not just bringing drugs. They're not just, you know, criminals. They're, they're good people that are coming here. Again, not all. I understand there are some that do so. I'm not saying that. But the majority of people I can honestly say are coming here to just work their asses off and support their families and create a better life for themselves. And that's, and that's what America is all about. But apparently we we forgot that because fucking Trump's in office. Fuck that asshole and fuck everybody that supports him. Yeah, man, just everybody that supports him, that had voted for him, that supports uh, the fucking uh, 
the ignorance, like just just fuck all of you, bro. Honestly, like I'm I'm just tired. There's no way, there's no other way to put it. Like these people are not what America is about. And honestly, I want to apologize to the rest of the world, honestly, because we're basically the laughing stock of the entire fucking planet. And and we don't even seem to realize that because of this fucking idiot. But that's neither here nor there. He really doesn't even deserve um, more attention than that. But moving on. Um, and this is a case that really, um, yo, it, it it really hurt me as well, man. Like I could I couldn't believe this happened. And and the crazy part is about about all these all these circumstances that I'm talking about today is that it could have been any of us. Like the circumstances, it's like, bro, that could have happened to anybody we know, yourself. Like, yo, know, it really could have happened to any of us. It, it was, it was like just a, a, a it, by chance, basically. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, it, like for example, um, and I'm sure you guys have heard of the situation with uh, Jose Velez. Now, um, apparently, the the way it goes is, he got into an argument uh, with a guy. Um, who called another guy uh, to to come over, pull up, whatever. Um, so the gentleman that pulled up, he came to the window uh, and shot him uh, with his girlfriend, the uh, the mother of his child, in the car still with him. Um, he drove off, uh, bullet in his body and everything to save his girlfriend's life, but uh, he died in her arms, um, I'm assuming in the vehicle. Um, I didn't, I didn't see anything else, uh, whether he died in a hospital or whatever the case may be. So I'm just going to assume it was in the vehicle. Um, and he leaves behind a a two year old daughter. This shit is just so heartbreaking, man, because especially in today's society, it's like so popular to just, uh, you know, get a girl pregnant, uh, you know, leave her alone and just go about your life, go about your business. And, you know, I can clearly see that Jose wasn't one of those people. You know, I can see that he was one of the good ones, that he wanted to be there for his family, be there for, for his girlfriend, and I'm sure, uh, you know, would have been soon, you know, soon-to-be wife. Um, you know, all he, I can tell, man, all he wanted to do was just uh, be there for his family, raise his kids, uh, well, his, his only child, but I'm sure that they would have had a, a long, happy life. And, you know, again, man, he was just one of the good ones. Uh, there's just something about losing good fathers in in today's society that is just wrong. You know, this guy, this guy could have been an example. Well, is an example for for fathers everywhere, man. Like, no matter how young you are, no matter your situation, you have you have kids. They're your responsibility. You have to love them. You have to be there for them, and not because you feel like you have to. Is be it, it comes from the heart, and you know that, and that's what he showed. And it's just unfortunate that now, um, you know, this young lady has to be, you know, a, a single mother and and raise their daughter. And, and I think she's already, well, she's she's two years old now. She may have some, you know, some memories of him as she gets older, but it won't be as strong as it should be. Um, and she shouldn't even have to have memories. She should have her father in her life, period. Like, you know what I'm saying? This, this shit just sucks. And now she can't. She won't even be able to to remember somebody that 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 was there for her, you know. That you know, unfortunately, got into an argument with somebody as as we probably as we probably have all done on the street, and it ended that way. It's just terrible, man. Like there's there's really some people out in the world that have nothing fucking better to do with themselves. 
and 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 this is what they fucking do, and they think they have the right to to take people's lives, and they don't at all, and they're gonna they're gonna learn the hard way, bro. They 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 truly are. I'm 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 so sorry this happened, but please, I, I, and I hope you get justice for for Jose Velez. He, he deserves it. His family, his friends, they all deserve it. Um, so two suspects have been identified. Now, uh, I didn't. Uh, I don't believe the one like the uh, the guy with the ponytail and the beard. He, he hasn't. His name hasn't been released yet. But another another. Uh, they, I believe the person that pulled the trigger. He has been identified as Michael Rodriguez. Now, if you know anything about this about these fucking waste of life, please, uh, you know what to do. Call it in. Do the right thing. Give justice to this family. They deserve it. And now, um, as I'm sure you guys, uh, you know, have all heard, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong to say this, but I feel like um, XXX uh, Tentacion's murder actually, I don't know, I feel like it kick-started, like, all this violence. I, I don't know, I feel like everything just happened so fast and, and everything came together. Um, you know, I don't know which tragedy happened first, but I'm pretty sure it was X's. Um, but again, please feel free to correct me on that. I'm I'm not completely sure. Now, um, so XXS Tentacion, real name, uh, Joseph Dwayne Ricardo Hanfroy. Um, so he was shot in Florida as he, uh, as he left the motorcycle dealership, South Florida. Um, now apparently there were, there are three suspects. Um, one of them named Dedrick Williams, who, uh, who pled not guilty. Uh, he has been charged with first degree murder. Um, another gentleman who actually his name was released um, because the uh, the U.S. Marshals apparently have been brought in. Uh, I think it's gonna be like a nationwide manhunt for these for these uh, other two guys um, because they don't they don't really they don't even know where the fuck they are. But um, another suspect, his name is uh, Richard Allen. Um, but the third suspect, who he hasn't been identified yet. Uh, well. I think he has been identified, but his name hasn't been released. Um, so this is just crazy, man. Uh, I, 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 I truly think because uh, Jedrick Williams, he actually had previous, um, uh, pre- like he has a record for uh, like robbery and things like that. He has, he has a, he has a record, obviously. Um, so I don't think X was was targeted for any other reason, other than um, they probably they probably knew who he was. They tried to rob him. Uh, he just wasn't having it. And he got shot in the neck, and it's 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 just disgusting, man. Um, and this is just the theme of of this episode. Like these animals need to be taken off the street, man. Like, how do you just fucking wake up one day and say, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do, and if somebody doesn't fucking comply with my wishes, I'm just gonna fucking kill them. Like that's wrong, man. Like, like the the karma that's 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 coming for you assholes is is like. Yo, it's, I can't even put it into words. Like, if if you don't get yours in jail, you're going to get yours in the afterlife. You're going to, some way, shape, or form, you are going to feel this pain tenfold. Because it's going to come back to you. And X, he was like, this kind of like, kind it kind of hit home for me, even though I didn't know him. But just because the very first episode of this podcast, yeah, and you can look it up, very first episode. I I put his song "Look at Me" as, as the intro. Now I stopped using songs, uh, you know, to introduce the episodes just because it doesn't transfer um, to Apple Music and all the various like outlets um, that I have the podcast on. 
the song doesn't transfer for uh, for legal reasons. So I just stopped doing so. Um, I didn't want to, I don't want to like create the episode and it doesn't transfer, at least not yet until I, you know, um, get more in touch with, um, you know, uh, doing the podcast with actual equipment and things like that and, and getting good at editing and, and doing shit. But um, yeah, until I get good with that, just didn't want to, you know, just put music. So he's the he's the only artist that is featured on on this podcast and is like yo it, it like it really touched me in that regard and you know i truly hope that his family gets justice you know apparently before he died he he spent like a like 1.5 million on on homes for his family uh which was good now he was he was uh you know going through uh legal troubles as well he had like a pending case of domestic violence now I don't know all the ins and outs of that, um, but whatever the case may be, I don't think anybody deserves to to go out that way. One thing I will say that people do deserve to fucking get the shit beat out of them for certain things that they do. I will say that, but just, you know, we don't have the right to kill people. That's just something that it's in the Bible that thou shalt not kill. Even though I don't agree with everything that's in the Bible, I do agree with that, um, it's just not us. We have no right to do so, no matter no matter what we think. And at the end of the day, if you feel the need that you have to rob people, uh, uh, kill, just to get the things that you want, uh, it's fucking bullshit, bro. Because, yes, we are not in charge. We have no say in what family we're born into, what situation that we're born into. What we are, what we are responsible uh, for and what we do need to hold ourselves accountable is what we do to get ourselves out of that situation. And that's, And that's just not the way to go about it. And this brings me to um, the last person that we're going to talk about on this episode. Um, Lissandro Jr. Guzman Feliz. He, um, he, he, his, his case has just sparked nationwide, I think, worldwide outrage. Um, it's just unfortunate. We all, we all know uh, who the suspects are like we all saw the video we all know the circumstances and there's a and there's a lot that is going on with this case but this dude this it's just heartbreaking from every angle that you look at it you know to the family to the friends um people that were close with him the the children that were in the same you know uh police program with him all trying to become detectives everybody that has been affected by this case I, I'm I'm truly sorry that this happened and and I I know that's not gonna change anything, but like my condolences, I'm 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 so sorry. I know what it's like to lose to lose somebody that you truly care about. Um, you know, in 2011, uh, I unfortunately I I I lost my mother. Um, and I know how how hard it is to to go through that to wake up with that pain, and it's ne- it's never gonna get any better. You're just gonna have to to deal with it. Um, the best way that you know how, and that's basically what I've been doing since since that tragic day. But, um, you know, going going back to Junior, I just want to basically break down what happened to him regarding like the video. So, um, Junior runs into the store, uh, the Cruz and Cheeky uh, Bodega. So he runs into the store. Initially, he jumps over the counter, while being fought by the by the bodeguero back there being fought by him he didn't want him to jump over the counter but he 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 successfully does so anyway 
Um, and I think he does so within like a second or two of, of one of the first niggas walking in and, and, you know, to see like if he's inside the store. And I think maybe because you can't really hear any audio in the video, but I think as he was walking in, he may have heard the bodeguero and, and, and Junior like going back and forth while Junior was hiding. I don't know. Maybe he heard that. And obviously he knew that Junior was was behind the counter inside the store. Um, so the gang members walk in. They drag them out. Um, uh, once they drag them out, we all saw what happened outside. You know, no need to uh, to mention that. Um, it's, it's it's just it's very graphic. It's horrible. I don't even I don't even like to to talk about it. But if you haven't seen the video, which I doubt that you haven't, but it, you can see it. It's on YouTube, all over social media. You can you can have a look. Um, so after this happens, Junior walks back into the store. He's he asks for help, and he's turned away. Um, so that's, and you know, when, once he's outside and, and I'm just at a loss for words, guys, honestly, I don't even know. It's just disgusting, man. Um, again, I'm just at a loss for words, but I'm, I'm just trying to get through this. Um, yeah, so he walks back into the store, man. He's turned away inexplicably. So I, I, it's disgusting, but he's turned away. He walks out. Um, he runs down the street trying to get to the hospital. I think he he sits down at the entrance of the hospital and doesn't do uh doesn't do anything else after that. He can't. He I think he just um it's just like, you know, death was approaching at that point and um he just couldn't move anymore. And this brings me to the circumstances surrounding this case. Number 1, the police officers that just stood by and watched him bleed out to death what the fuck were you doing that like what so the hospital and and honestly i just found this out this this morning to be honest with you because i was looking at at a video on youtube that that broke down um junior's movements after the attack and i was seeing that he he was like at the entrance of the hospital i didn't know that i i truly did not know that and I'm like, yo, you see him sitting at the entrance of the hospital, and you don't, you don't pick him up. You don't fucking get your fucking uniform all dirtied up with blood. You don't fucking pick him up, and you try your best to save his life. Yeah, man. Like, I, I don't even know why you would do something like that. How can you be? How you? How can you continue to be allowed to be a police officer? If you don't even if you don't even attempt to save his life in, at that point, and it really shouldn't even matter that he was like at the entrance of the hospital down the block close, at least try. Don't just sit there and let him bleed out. That's just come on now. And supposedly, you know, these cops are being investigated for not doing anything. And rightfully so. They should be. It's fucking crazy. And then it brings me to the people that found him that, you know, that found him uh you know, bleeding out to death like that. It's like, I don't know who recorded that video, whatever the fuck, but why would you record that, like, there? I Like, I don't get it, man. Like, that actually really angered me, to be honest, because us as people, I like, 
I don't know why we feel the need to record shit like that. Instead of doing what you can to try to save his life, you really felt like it was more important to record it than than to put pressure on his wounds, do something, go fucking, go flag down the hospital, whatever the fuck. You felt the need to record. That, yo, that shit needs to stop, man. Like, people are out here like that you know you ever seen people like doing too much for the gram or doing too much for snap like recording shit and posting shit that doesn't need to be posted you know just just things like that like like yo phones really have a a, like a huge power over us man because yo man like if i'm in that situation my first reaction is not to fucking pull out my phone and record this shit because at the end of the day what what the what does recording him bleeding to death do for the case it already got recorded in the store. We saw what happened. We saw his movements. We saw everything. All the evidence that's needed for the case was was recorded in that store. And here you are. Instead of trying to do what you can to try to save his life, you're here recording on the fucking street. That's that. that I can't, man. That that that's just. You need to you need to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself like, what the fuck was I doing? Honestly, that video should have never have surfaced. Um, nobody should have been recording that, man. Just. It, I'm just shaking my head at that. That's 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 one thing. Now another thing that that gets me angry about about this case is that there's really there's really a lot of conflicting reports as to what actually was the reason that Junior lost his life. Now I heard some shit. I I heard uh you know was reading some shit about how um these these uh Trinitarios the gang members they were driving around looking for. For, uh, you know, rival gang members, whatever the case may be, uh, had just happened to come across Junior. He saw them. Uh, he saw that they were fucking mobbing in the cars and ran away. He was scared. Maybe he just caught that vibe that these weren't people that you wanted to fuck with. So he ran away scared. They chased him, whatever the case may be. That's just one. That's just and they they found him in the store. That's when everything happened. That's just one theory. Another theory that I heard or read about was uh the the Stephanie uh, Stasio situation supposedly uh she is a girl that claimed uh, to have been raped by Junior's lookalike uh which led to the stabbing death of uh of Junior um so apparently she told her brother or whatever the case may be this nigga raped me and to save her boyfriend's life she set Junior up asking asking him to bring down the $5 um when he was down there they were told obviously where where he was going to be and that's when that happened. And now, if this is true, Stephanie is a hundred percent at fault here. That yo, she set this nigga up to be killed. Like, what? She need yo. She should be in handcuffs. Like, she should not be. And I and I read that she's in like protective custody or or, or whatever the case. Yo, this this fucking girl needs to be arrested. I don't know if her boyfriend should be should be arrested. Uh, I, I'm not completely sure. I don't know if he... But yet again, I mean... Actually, let me take that back. Because to be honest, it's like if, if, if you're in a relationship with somebody and something like this crazy is about to go down, you're going you're gonna to know about that, you know? So I, I guess we can say that he was completely fine with what happened to Junior as well because he allowed it to happen. And that's, that's crazy. But then, yeah, man, both of them need to be fucking... Uh, you know, held accountable for what happened to that young man. It's, it's fucking bullshit. 
And then the guys that did it, like, they want to be fucking holding their heads down in court. Some of them want to cry. Whatever the fuck. Some people that know them personally want to try to defend them. Talking about, like, they were just there. Uh, The people that, that, that did it are the ones responsible. Yo, if you were there, if you were in the fucking car, if you're the one that that stabbed him, if you knew that was going to happen, you are responsible. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And don't fucking try to tell, like, the dude that dragged him out the store, he was like, oh, fucking, I'm afraid for my life. I can't sleep. Yo, for all of y'all, and don't get me wrong, there are some cold-blooded niggas in fucking Rikers, bro. And trust me when I tell you, these dudes are probably looking at y'all like y'all a bunch of fucking cowards the way the rest of the world is looking at you. And they're not fucking happy, bro. At all. So best believe you're going to get your justice, you know, from the judicial system. You're going to get justice will be served here. These guys, my nigga, in the U.S., they throw they throw years like niggas throw fucking pennies, my nigga. Like, yo, they're going to take just like little little pieces of paper and throw it at you, my nigga. And for every piece of paper that hits you, that's a year, nigga. That's how they do it here in the U.S., so, again, you're going to get your justice in that department. But boy, oh boy, street justice is coming for you. And, and wherever you go, wherever you serve your time, street justice is coming for you as well. And I can't say that I'm disappointed about that because I'm not. Now, and, and looking at all these people and looking at this entire situation, um, it drives me back to something that, that T.I. said in a recent interview is like, uh, and 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 this can go for like all the cases that I just mentioned or all the suspects involved. It starts off with fucking, with like having dreams, bro. And and I really and I really believe that that Ti had a point when he said that. It's like, it all starts with having dreams, having something to live for, having having a fear of, of not being able to achieve what you want to achieve. It all starts with that, because if like. These guys clearly had nothing to live for. Like they don't they they didn't feel the need to protect their freedom. They didn't feel the need to um be positive people. It's like they just had nothing to live for. All they had was the gang street life, whatever. And that's something that that needs to change um in society. It's like dude, we need to we need to do better as men. We need to show we need to show our brothers that there that there's a better path in life that this this isn't the be all end all. This is gonna end one of three ways. You're either gonna die, you're gonna go to jail, or you're gonna be one of the few, the few lucky ones that smartened up before it was too late, got out, changed their lives, and now they're living for the better, being a positive role model. Like that's 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 something that that needs to happen. I don't know how it's gonna happen, how we're gonna try to um you know change that perspective, but it, it it needs to change. And another thing that, that, that I want to mention is that we need to stop we need to stop glorifying like the street life, to to be honest. It's like look at it this way. You can call me crazy, you can you can say whatever you want, but look at the male psyche. And I'm a guy, I know how guys think. Men do what they do because they think women are gonna love it. Anything that a guy does, he's a fucking. He buys a nice house, bitches gonna be on me. He buys a nice car, bitches gonna be on me. I got my hair cut, bitches gonna be on me. I buy nice clothes, bitches gonna be on me. I'm a thug, I'm in the street, 
I'm a quote-unquote bad boy. Why? Bitches love that shit. Let's be completely honest, man. Like, and and you can't, you can't, don't call me crazy. Don't give, don't give me like a Westbrook face or whatever the case may be because we all know it's true. Like, women are attracted to that shit. You think niggas don't know that? They know that. And while there's so much more that goes into it, like the people that you're around, the environment that you live in, that goes into it as well. But make no mistake about it. Women loving that type of shit is a big factor as to why that that lifestyle is still is still in existence today. Make no mistake about it, man. Like we need to stop glorifying glorifying it from every from every angle. Like if rappers want to talk about it, don't get me wrong, the songs are fire, like make make uh you know trap music, yada yada yada, it's all well and good. But when people start losing their lives, bro, that's where we gotta draw the line. Like that's where shit needs to stop. That's it. And the crazy part is, you know, supposedly like uh there was a stabbing before junior stabbing that happened on the Bronx River and I saw all this shit, you know, while I was on vacation uh recently. I saw that shit and I was just like, What the fuck? Like this is what niggas are doing? Broad daylight, Bronx River. You know how many times I've been on that on that on the parkway? Like I used to drive through there all the time. I used to work in Yonkers. So, like, I, I used to take the Bronx River, like, not, not only before I worked in Yonkers, I used to drive there all the time, but most recently when I was working in Yonkers, I used to take the Bronx River home every single day because the fucking Deegan was always fucking packed after 3 o'clock. Like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like, and that, and that, that same kid is in, the, is in critical condition right now, and I hope he pulls through, man, but just that type of shit, yo, that needs to stop. Like, the, the uh, and I said and I said it er, like earlier in in this conversation, you know, if you want to feel untouchable while you're on this planet, that's fine. You want to feel like you can do whatever the fuck you want, take people's lives, cause this pain for so many families, that's fine. But yo, you are gonna answer to a higher power one day, and you're gonna need to give a reason why you did all these things. And it's yo, your answer is not gonna be suffice. The hell on earth that you're gonna that you're gonna face eventually whether mentally or physically in jail, is nothing compared to the hell that you're going to experience in the afterlife. And that is, some, and that is a promise to every, to every person listening to this that, that thinks that they're above the law, that they have the right to take anybody's life whenever they, they see fit. Just know that is what you're going to face. And one thing that I got to say about a lot of people that that are, you know, not involved in, in the case in any way, but just, like, people that are obviously commenting, um, you know, raising awareness uh, about the case. And not so, actually, not so much raising awareness, just commenting. Because I've seen people that are more upset over the attention that Junior is getting. Uh, you know, they're more upset at the attention than they are at what actually happened to him. Like let like let that sink in. Like you're more upset over so much awareness, awareness being raised, asking questions like what makes him so special, and, and and I'm just like yo, I'm scratching my head at it. I'm just like yo, you're a fucking hater. Like what? Like you're really gonna you're really gonna sit there and try to and try to talk shit about the attention he's getting over what actually happened, like. And I got into an argument about this on Facebook recently, and it's just like, bro, at the end of the day, the internet does what the internet wants to do. That's that's number one. 
We we have no decision over over what goes viral, what gets all the media attention, whatever the fuck. Well, we have the decision, but it's inadvertent because we're we, we're not we don't know that everybody's gonna start sharing shit, talking about shit. We we have no idea what's gonna happen with any situation. So that's number one. Number two. Why does that even matter? At the end of the day, it's not about. Well, it is about Junior, but look at the bigger picture about his case gaining the uh, the awareness, the attention that is getting, because it's about others like him. It's about you know people that that are that have been killed or people that haven't been killed yet. Let's be let's be real. Junior was was not the first, and he most definitely will not be the last. But it's about raising awareness for them. It's about coming together as a community and saying enough is enough. Like we want justice for Junior, we want justice for for Willie, we want justice for Luce, we want justice for for Jose, we want justice for fucking for for Troy, we want justice for fucking for for Lewis, we want justice for for everybody, everybody that 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 has gone through gone through this, been affected by it. That's what it's about. It's 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 not about only giving Junior and his family attention. It's 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 again. It's about everybody that has been affected by this. And I'm and I, and I'm gonna leave leave you with that. And guys, if you know any, you know any more information about this situation, about any situation that I've spoken about, you know, on this episode, please reach out to the authorities. Please do the right thing, and please, please. Just just remember, there's a better path than than the one that these people are on.